Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. It is so exciting to have you here with us today on this Friday, a fun Friday set up as we'll talk about Duke basketball knocking off Clemson last night and more as the Blue Devils get back in the win column. Also give you a weekend preview for women's basketball and lacrosse for men's and women's at Duke University, and then close it out tomorrow, a big game for our Duke Blue Devils on the men's basketball floor at Boston College, a full preview coming your way today here on the program. My name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts, as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Locked On Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Devils your first listen every single day. We begin today by talking about last night's victory for Duke over Clemson. 82-64 was the final score in the Blue Devils' favor as Duke led the entire game a wire-to-wire victory for the Blue Devils. They improved to 20-4 and overall on the season. 20 wins this year for Duke basketball. It is the 36th season of Coach K's leadership in his 42 seasons that Duke has reached that 20-win mark on the year. Duke was led offensively by Trevor Keels. What a game it was for the freshman out of Maryland. A career-high 25 points and a career-high 11 rebounds as well as Kills was 9 of 13 shooting, 3 of 6 shooting from three-point range. He had 25 points in the first game of the season versus Kentucky. So last night, Trevor Kills matched his career-high with 25 more points against Clemson. Mark Williams was super dominant on the inside for the Blue Devils as he finished with 16 points, 8 of 8 shooting from the floor to go along with 6 rebounds. Wendell Moore Jr., 8 points. Four rebounds, led the team in assists with eight of those. A.J. Griffin, 12 points, three rebounds, and four of five shooting from three-point range for 28 minutes there for A.J. Griffin. A reminder, he was benched for a large portion of that second half versus Virginia earlier in the week. So A.J. Griffin took that to heart, went back out, knocked down his three-point shots like we know him to do. And uh, again, 12 points, four or five shooting from three-point range. Paula Bancaro, Duke's star, 15 points, 10 rebounds, his fifth double-double in the last eight games. Also good to see Paulo get back into double figures versus Virginia this earlier in the week. And remember, it was his only game this entire season that he did not reach double-figure scoring numbers. Jeremy Roach had four points and two rebounds for the Blue Devils. Theo John, two points and two rebounds. Joey Baker added a rebound for the Blue Devils out there in 10 minutes of competition. Duke won the rebounding battle in this one, 42-33. They did a really good job of taking care of the glass, taking care of the boards, and part of that was from the guards. I mean, as we said, Trevor Keels had a career-high 11 rebounds last night for Duke. For Trevor Keels, he became uh, in the sixth time in the Coach K era for a player to have 25-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, and zero turnovers in the game. He took care of the basketball and was efficient in shooting. Both of those things have been struggles at times for Trevor Keels. Not the case last night. For Keels, he was the first player on the road and against ACC competition since 2010 
to have those numbers for Duke. Well, again, 25-plus points, 10 rebounds, and no turnovers. The last guy to do that back in 2010 was Kyle Singler. Trevor Keel scored 25. 23 of those points came in the second half. As Marvin Backley III was the last player to have at least 23 points in a half for Duke. Marvin Backley III had 23 points in a half versus Notre Dame back on March 8th of 2018. Duke's defense was excellent. P.J. Hall had 17 points to lead the way for Clemson. Chase Hunter had 13 points, and Nas Bohannon had 13 points for the Tigers as well. You look at Duke's numbers defensively. Since January 1st, opponents are now shooting 27.6% from three-point range. That's the second-best percentage defense by power conference teams. It is a point of emphasis for Mike Krzyzewski and his teams. Make sure you take teams off that three-point line, and Duke has done such an amazing job of making sure that job gets done. This Duke basketball team had a scary moment in the game. David Collins, a player for Clemson, had a very, very bad foul. A flagrant two foul is what it was called. He was ejected from the game as Wendell Moore Jr. got a steal, was heading in the opposite direction, and David Collins kind of undercut him. We learned today Collins has received a one-game suspension by the ACC, just a super, super, super nasty play. As soon as it was over, Coach K was irate, as he should be the entire team was. Took a little bit of a cool-down period while they reviewed the film, did officially confirm the flagrant two ruling, and then Coach K went over and talked with David Collins, the player for Clemson, and Brad Brownell, the Clemson coach. Obviously, there were a lot of apologies after the fact. Last night, David Collins posted on Instagram that he did not mean any harm to Wendell Moore Jr., got frustrated and made a bad play that he shouldn't have made. And again, we're just so fortunate that Wendell Moore Jr. is okay. So great to see Duke back in the win column last night. The big storyline, though, was probably that play on Wendell Moore Jr. It's been surfacing all over the internet and all over the big sports talk show television. Because, I mean, look, if you find that clip, you're not going to see many uh, crazy hard fouls like that in basketball at any level. It was egregious what David Collins did. He knew that, and he's rightfully going to serve a suspension for those actions. Coming up in just a moment, let's talk a little bit about women's basketball and what's ahead for men's and women's lacrosse this weekend. You're listening to Locked on Blue Devils. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where to find the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information that you need. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Here on Locked On Blue Devils, my name is JJ Jackson. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. I want to answer your questions. We're due for a mailbag Monday. I'm going to bring it back this coming Monday. Anything that you would like to know, send me a question, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com or send us a message on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. I will make sure that I answer all of those questions for you. All right, let's keep moving forward, talking about Duke athletics, Duke men's and women's lacrosse in full swing at this point as women's lacrosse gets set to kick off their 2022 season. 
Duke comes into the year as the number eight team in the entire country in the preseason polls, of course, that are led by head coach Kirsten Kimmel. And in 2021, Duke women's lacrosse last year went 11 and eight overall, four and six in ACC play. The team did make their 20th NCAA tournament appearance of all time, advancing to the quarterfinals. This weekend, Duke will open up the season on Friday, that's today, taking on Gardner Webb. And then on Sunday, they travel to Elon. So a road contest early. Early for the Blue Devils, they take on the Phoenix on Sunday. Preseason All-American attacker Maddie Jenner will be a player to watch as she's done an incredible job in the draws for the Duke women's lacrosse team, chasing some records there for within the program. And then a preseason All-ACC selection and Katarana Berry, someone to watch. Berry, 27 goals, 9 assists a year ago. Duke men's lacrosse, they get set to get back in action this weekend as well. They started last weekend, so they started a weekend before the women did. Duke went 2-0 last weekend, again, a 21-12 win over Robert Morris, and then a 15-7 victory over Vermont. So far this season, 36 goals for Duke by 14 different goal scorers. That's incredible distribution, as Duke right now is the number three team in the entire country, led by head coach John Donowski, an absolute titan in the sport of collegiate lacrosse. Again, Duke has won three national championships under Coach Donowski's leadership. Today, Duke takes on the Manhattan Jaspers, who went 5-5 five and five last year. On Sunday, Duke will have a contest versus the Jacksonville Dolphins. As Jacksonville is 0-1 on the season, Duke is 11-0 all-time versus Jacksonville. Next Saturday... Duke gets set to host number 12, Denver. After that game, or excuse me, that's going to be a big test for Duke, a home game versus number 12, Denver, a team they've seen in postseason before, a team they play throughout the regular season from time to time. But that's a week away. We're looking for Duke to improve to 4-0 this weekend on the men's lacrosse side of things. Again, a game on Friday, that's today, versus Manhattan. And then on Sunday, taking on Jacksonville, as Duke is riding a 13-game winning streak at Koskinen Stadium that are on their home field. One more note I wanted to say about Duke women's lacrosse, all the great players they've got coming back, and they're also returning 10 starters, so a pretty experienced team for the Duke Blue Devils on the women's lacrosse side of things. Women's basketball, a huge game for them coming up this weekend as well for Carol Lawson's bunch. Women's basketball has a top five game coming up this weekend. On Sunday, they take on NC State at home at Cameron Indoor. Last time out on Thursday, the women's team lost by three to Florida State. Shade Wilson had an attempt at a game-tying shot, made the three-point shot, but as she caught the ball, she slipped her footstep back and hit the out-of-bounds line, so it was a turnover, and Florida State went on to win that game by those three points. Heartbreaking loss. Duke is now 15-8 and eight on the season, 6-7 and seven in ACC competition. When we come back, our preview for Duke men's basketball taking on Boston College this weekend. You're listening to Locked On Blue Devils. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out as one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, as in, uh, included cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. Also good. They're going to be your new favorites as well. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, low-calorie, high-protein, 
Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. This is the way to go, as most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, L O C K E D 15, for 15% off your order. Promo code LOCKED15, L O C K E D 15, for 15% off at built.com. Final segment here today on Lockdown Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson. Again, make sure you leave us a five star rating and review of this podcast. However, you're listening to us, I appreciate it. Hit pause right now, type out a five star review. You need to send me a message on Apple Podcasts in that review for uh, the algorithm to work. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful when you take the time to do that. Tomorrow, the Duke Blue Devils take on Boston College on the road at Conti Forum. It's a 5 p.m. Eastern tip off on the ACC network. Boston College on the season, 9 and 13 overall. They are 4 and 8 in the ACC. Before we tell you about Boston College this season, let's go back down memory lane as we take a look at the series all time. Duke is 24 and 3 in the series versus the Eagles. Pretty dominant run. Duke has six straight wins over Boston College, and Duke has also won 16 of 17 meetings in the series. Two of the three Boston College wins over Duke take place at Conti Forum, so that's notable as we're playing there tomorrow. An 89-84 win for Boston College back on December 9th, 2017, was their last win over Duke. A year ago, Duke had an 83-82 win over Boston College at Cameron Indoor Stadium, a super close game in the regular season. Duke needed a baseline jumper from Wendell Moore Jr. to win the game and a big shot from Wendell to get the victory there. And then Duke played Boston College in the first game of the ACC tournament a year ago. Duke only won by one, as I just said, in Cameron Indoor. When they played them the second time last season, if you'll remember, Duke won by a score of 86-51, to a 35-point victory for Duke in the ACC tournament over Boston College. Duke's got a four-game road winning streak right now. They're looking to push it to five against this Boston College team who's lost four of five games. Again, four and eight in the ACC. Their last time out, they lost by nine to Syracuse. Their wins in the ACC are a win over Clemson by two, a Pittsburgh victory by 13, a Notre Dame victory by 16 in their first ACC game of the season, and a Virginia Tech victory by five. A bad loss on the year. Boston College lost to the University of Albany by four points. Earl Grant is the head coach of Boston College. He's in his first season leading that program. He was the head coach for the last seven years at the College of Charleston, and he was previously in the ACC on Brad Brannell's staff at Clemson. So no stranger to the ACC. Boston College is led by the Langford brothers. Makai Ashton Langford, 12.5 points per game. His brother, Damar Langford, 10.6 points per game to go along with 4.5 rebounds per game. Jaden Zachary is the best three-point shooter for Boston College, 9.4 points per game at a 43% clip. TJ Bickerstaff as a 7.6 points per game score with eight rebounds as well. Going to be a fun one. I do ultimately think that Duke should have no problems at all with this Boston Boston College squad. Duke should find themselves victorious this weekend and pick up their 21st win of the season. That's going to do it for our show, so let's close it out. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now 
on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Make sure you check out the Locked On ACC podcast. That'll do it. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day.